The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I am Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, here on Unity Online Radio. So happy to be with you today. And I've got Nancy T with me. Nancy T, are you there? I sure am. Nancy T and I are going to talk today with an amazing guest, Bryn Blankenship. It's such a fun name to say. I love that. If you have questions about dreams or past lives, future lives, parallel lives, or anything having to do with any kind of life, the number to call is 816-251-3555. And before we even start, I'm just totally loving this Kate's Magic Essential Oil, this anointing oil, Woman Sea Bright. I can't do anything that requires any kind of clarity at all without putting it on my third eye, and I just put some on my throat chakra. So if for some reason I don't speak well, we'll blame it all on Kate's Magic. But right now I feel like it's opening me up. Anyway, I just love it. It smells like lavender and sage and all kinds of yummy things. So thank you, Kate, for giving me some of your magic. Everyone can find out more about her. You can go to katesmagic.com. That's magic with a K. And okay, so Nancy T, actually, let's do a little centering first because I'm spastic because you and I, before we started the show, were trying to do something new and schnazzy on Facebook Live that didn't quite work yet. <laughs> it wasn't quite new or schnazzy just yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's often how it is when you're trying something new. It's right. like Julia Cameron in The Artist Way said, you have to be willing to be bad before you become good at something. And often we don't try new things because we don't want to look stupid like we just did today. We right, are willing to look stupid. <laughs> exactly. All. You have to be willing to look bad before you eventually look good. And it might be a long eventually, but <laughs> eventually it might be lifetimes from now you end up having <laughs> mastery. And we're going to talk about lifetimes on this show today. I'm so excited. Me um, too. Okay. So let's just gather ourselves. Let's just drop in, take a deep breath with me. And that doesn't mean suppress any of your joy or, you know, get rid of any of your, what is that, curb your enthusiasm. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying, just calm it down. Let's get grounded. Let's just get down to what's most essential. Let's let our exhale remove anything that isn't, any energy that's pulling at you from the future or the past or a parallel reality, whatever it is. Drop it like it's hot. Right now, all there is is now. This now. Eckhart Tolle, I think, would agree with me on that. Let's just drop in. And with every exhale, we're letting go, letting go, letting go of anything that would come up and grab us and distract us. And we're simultaneously breathing in our connection to the infinite sunlight of the spirit to that energy that lifts us high above the drama, 
above above the chaos, above wondering and worrying about everyone and else and all the codependency that we may have. I'm not speaking of myself at all, by the way. Just kidding. I am. In the past, I have dropped it all, so now I'm free of that, I hope, with the help of Bryn Blankenship. So in this moment, let's all be brand new here and now, untethered, unencumbered, wide open to embrace the infinite possibilities that are here for us now. Let's allow all of our bandwidth to be available in this moment, open up to the gifts, to the revelations, to the insights that are ours now. I think some of us, myself included, can sometimes be so caught up in past habits and ways of being and ways of thinking that we completely miss the miracles that are just pummeling down the pike for us now. But let's not do that. Let's change all of that. Let's open ourselves up and truly be present to the great gift of being alive here and now. There's no drama in this now. Byron Katie would say that we're either sitting standing or lying down. And that by itself is a miracle. And we're in a field of miracles and no one can pull us out of that or hit the eject button but ourselves. So let's just take our finger off of that red eject button. Let's stay in this heavenly miraculous moment. Let's see if we can last for the whole hour today. Let's sit at the edge of our seats because we know we're about to talk to an amazing wise woman that's got all kinds of brilliant things to share with us. And that is, yes, it's Nancy Telzeroke. She's about to share with us the Hero's Journey card for the day. But Bryn Blankenship, she's coming up in just a few minutes and we'll get to her and we'll get to all of your questions. And so it is for the highest good of all, amen, all women, all dreams. Okay, Nancy T, take it away. What card did you pick for us? I picked card number 30. It's called Dream Redirection. Redream Mm. this situation. Mm. So here we go. Here's a quote. There can't be any large-scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. It's got to happen inside first. That's Jim Morrison. Mm, Jim Morrison. You thought you you just sang for the Jaws. Okay. Yeah, no. Quite the philosopher, that man. (laughs) Right. Okay, so the message is, when life isn't going your way, it's time for redirection. When you realize you're the director of your dreams, Mm. the ones you have at night and by day, you can orchestrate a change of course, tactic, or whatever else is needed. It's up to you to identify what is unfinished and how to close the loop in the most joyous and fulfilling way possible. If a dream is challenging, remember it isn't over until you experience a triumphant conclusion. If a dream is uplifting, remember it isn't over until you've received the elixir, the wisdom you can embody and share with others. If you face a challenge with an important person in your waking life, change this scene in your private meditation or in the privacy of your journal, to the way you most wish it would be played out. Life is a dream, and you are the writer, director, and wardrobe consultant. Thus, you can rewrite a scene in a way that's truly satisfying to your soul. As you practice directing your dreams, you will realize you can also direct your life. 
And the dream symbol is a movie, play, or theater. Wow, I wonder why I pulled this card. Okay. I wonder. <laughs> and talking about wardrobe consultant. Hello. I, I know, think you right? just added that, Nancy. <laughs> so perhaps this isn't for everyone and just for me. <laughs> okay. So the symbol is uh, dreaming of theatrical events signifies you're gaining awareness and objectivity about your life, the script, and the roles you play. This dream could be shedding light on any archetypal patterns or dramas you're playing out. If you dream of being on the silver screen or stage, it can be symbolic of your desire for self-expression, or it could be preparing you for prominence, success, exposure, and recognition. And the mantra is, it's my dream movie. I can rewrite the script if I want to. Oh my God. Bam, Nancy Sinatra. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where are those white boots? They're made for walking. I don't know if I'm mixing songs up. It's my party and I can shine if I want to. Okay, wrong song. Not Nancy Sinatra. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so good at mixing my metaphors and my musical well, performance. You did have boots in there and it was about accessories and wardrobe. So it was my take. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I do want to say something. I think this is totally appropriate to the conversation at hand about past lives, future lives, and all of those possible lives. Like we can change things on a dime. The buck stops here with us. We're we're not victims. And I the the quote that you read at the beginning, and by the way, for those of you wondering where that whole beautiful thing is that Nancy just read, Nancy read so beautifully. Not that it was so beautiful. It's the Hero's no, Journey Dream Oracle. <laughs> oh, thank you. And by the way, the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle cards also come with the Hero's Journey Dream Journal. That's not hard to say, is it? It's no. easy to say. And the meditations will be coming out very soon, too. You can get all of that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore. Go there to your local bookstore. Anyway, you can get it wherever books are sold. And it's available. Books, journals, and actually just Hero's Journey Oracle decks. Okay. Anyway, the whole part that Jim Morrison quote about there can't be... Uh, how did that go? It was a, f- a full, full-blown revolution until there's an internal resolution or something like that. Basically, it has to happen within. Do you have that quote handy again, or did you lose it? <laughs> <laughs> I put it all away. No, <laughs> she put it all away. Okay, but the no, whole, no, no, you know what? I would. It's right here. There can't be any large scru- large scale revolution until there's a personal revolution on an individual level. It's got to happen inside first. So it's an inside job, sounds like. Right. And I was just telling somebody um, the other day, not probably in the nicest way, but instead of using all your energy toward trying to manipulate the world around you to get them to do what you want them to do, why not fight for yourself, your own transformation, your own new way of seeing the situation? Mm. Because if we only have a certain amount of bandwidth, why not use it in a way that's actually going to create a result as opposed to keeping the Titanic spinning and keep things just like just ha- like in this loop, this negative spiral? Anyway, we can't do anything about what everyone else is going to do. There is no them. There is no they. There's no then. There is just now me and it, and now here. So what can we do about it? Anyway, what do you think about that, Nance? Am I crazy? Am I No, I mean, what does Katie soapbox? say? She says, there's my business, your business, and God's business. And if you're in everybody else's business, that's not going to work. Obviously, God's taking care of the tornadoes and the earthquakes and the trees and such. Right. But 
but we there's just our own business. If we're in the here and the now, then that's what we're doing. Oh my God. And we're such habit makers. If we're in the habit of doing that, then I think we're good. But if we're in the habit of, of manipulating, then man, we're sunk. Okay. So, so all of y'all listening, do you have anyone in your life that brings you a ton of joy on a consistent basis or a ton of the opposite? Like, challenging stuff on a regular basis and it's been going on and on and on for years if so maybe you've got a past life karma with them maybe some kind of unresolved issue is there a circumstance that you keep finding yourself in like like you keep almost getting getting the thing and then the rug gets pulled out right from underneath you just before you're about to have the thing or you keep feeling pressured or you keep feeling stressed or you keep feeling abandoned or whatever can you identify a pattern that you have? I think one of the telltale signs of what our past life or future life or what that thing is that we're here to pay attention to, it's in the patterns. So let's let's hear about this from the expert. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Bl- Bryn Blankenship. Her book is called The Limitless Soul, Hypno-Regression Case Studies into Past, Present, and Future Lives. So Bryn Blankenship is the author of Limitless Soul, as I just said, and she is a CMHT, I believe that's a certified master hypnotherapist. She's the founder and executive director of the Braith Center located in North Carolina. She's a certified master hypnotherapist. Boom, I got it right. Okay, (laughs) She's an instructor and author. She is so discovering the power of hypnosis and meditation while an actress working in commercials and film at the professional level, Bryn used hypnosis as a way of removing boundaries, opening new doors in her career for self-healing. She found it to be a wonderful tool for calming her mind, relaxing her body, and freeing the instrument, allowing the character to emerge. Nancy, I think you can relate to these things. Um, Bryn changed career just a little bit. And I was actually acting before I became a hypnotherapist. So we all have a little something in common. Nancy, maybe you're going to become a hypnotherapist after all this. Who knows? I know you're becoming quite the that healer. That would be great. <laughs> I know after today. So Bryn changed careers to become a hypnotherapist out of a strong desire to help others through their own transitions and healing. She found it to be rewarding and went on to become a hypnosis instructor, helping others to hone their hypnosis skills. Bryn is taught internationally and her certification courses um, in the U.S. draw an international student base to them. So she is amazing. And let's just get right into it. So without further ado, Bryn Blankenship, welcome to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Kelly, for having me on your show. I think you're like, you stole my story, or we stole each other's stories, or we're at least sisters from another mister. So I was acting, yeah. and and hypnosis definitely helped to calm me down and put me in the zone and get me out of my own way. And And then I found that learning and helping other people became super rewarding, and I didn't have to wait for a casting director to call to tell me I got the gig. I could just... I could just be present and do so like there was so much of the magic that was available during acting, like being on the edge of my seat, feeling like I was a channel for the universe. I got to do that in my own sessions in, in a similar way. I found it super rewarding and, and then that became my path of healing. So we've got a lot in common in that regard. And so I'm what got my seat 
during these sessions because you never know what's going to happen. Right. When I got started with acting, um, you know, I had been doing that for a long time, and I, other people were working full time. So I went and sought out a past life regressionist to clear anything that was holding me back in my current life from a past mm. life. It felt like it was past life related. And anything that was holding me back from moving forward in my acting career. And I wanted to be working full-time like these other people were that I knew. You know, yeah. I wasn't jealous. It's just I knew that it, could, it was possible because they were doing right. it. Right. So I had the session, and I had a couple of past life sessions. And then on this one session, I went into this space that we call a precognitive regression. And mm. um, progression, actually. So it was... I was going in for a past life session, but it popped into a future session, a future situation, actually. And I saw myself standing in this prairie grass overlooking this hill with grass and rolling hills, and there were these trees at the bottom, like an orchard. And I was walking through the orchard, picking apples off of these trees. These were acting jobs, and I knew they were metaphorical apples. But I was having mm. my That was the message. Mm. Mm. And it was just so wonderful. So after that session, a friend of mine who had gone out to L.A. five years before, she called me up and she said, Bren, you need to come out here. I mean, I hadn't talked to her in five years. And she mm. called me out of the blue and said, you need to come out here. You can stay with me. So mm-hmm. I worked at home. My husband stayed behind with the house. And I went out there. He said, this is something that you need to do for yourself. And if I need to come, I will, but you need to go first. So I was all set to go, and then fear set in. And I mean the kind of fear that's paralyzing with your legs, paralyzed to the ground, you can't move. So I had to sit and have a very long talk with myself and just get myself in the right space to do this because I almost didn't go. Mm. And um, I got my headshots, I got my suitcase, you were speaking about wardrobe. Wardrobe's very right. important. <laughs> Nancy likes that part especially. <laughs> I have that wardrobe. Got out my clothes, my headshot, my car, jumped in the car, and drove out to L.A. And I stopped and saw one of my friends who's a singer-songwriter in Nashville, and she told me about this acting school. And when I got out to L.A. Which one? Um, you know, I can't think of the name of it right now. It was down there at Pleasant okay. Valley, Valley Promenade, right down. Wow. I went and stayed with my friend, and she had told me you can stay for three weeks, but I have a roommate, so it would be crowded. Well, at the end of that three weeks, it was almost the last day of the three weeks. I'm thinking, I'm just having a day where I'm reflecting. It's like, you know... I haven't really done anything yet. I mean, I've learned a little bit about getting around town, but she's going to come to me tomorrow and say, it's time, you need to move out. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So that day she came home from work and said, if you will take over the other room, my roommate just got a job offer in New York. She's going to move next week if you'll take over her part of everything. So I did, and then I joined mm-hmm. that act right down the street and started auditioning, started acting, and someone in class saw me and told their agent. 
and their wow. agent signed me on the spot. And so that was my job then to audition. So where I might mm. go on three auditions in a month if I was lucky, I was now mm. going on three to four per day. Wow. And calling and asking for me by name. They were like, we want her. And wow. then I realized that I play all these quirky characters, the fun, quirky ones. Well, mm. I was in a small pond for that kind of work, and my work was better suited for this bigger pond. But I was really mm. never going to do about L.A. I was going to go to New York, you know, mm. full time. So while I'm out there, I'm auditioning. I started booking work, and I had this trailer. There's this one um, commercial that we were filming for Chevy OnStar, and I had my own trailer. I had a star on the door. I mean, I was feeling wow. pretty good. Had my name on the door. They got they spelled Ooh. it right. And, <laughs> they spelled uh, it right. Let's just have a moment yeah. for that. That's great. Well, yeah. And so um, I'm standing there in my Birkenstocks, and somebody comes out and says, because I was waiting. We were in between the two segments that I was shooting, and we have been there for a few days. And someone comes out and says, hey, you need to watch out. You There could be snakes there. So I looked down at my feet and looked out, looked up. We were in the grapevine, which is north, just north of L.A., where they film a lot of commercials. So I looked down at my feet, looked up, had like this deja vu moment, back to the hypnosis session, into mm. that past life that turned into a future progression. I'm standing in the middle of that exact scene. There's the prairie grass. There's the rolling Wow. Oh, my God trees that I had mentioned, the only difference was there were not apples on the trees because, like I said, they were metaphoric apples. Mm -hmm. Here I am having my pick. Everything that I had wanted is starting to happen. I'm starting to have that success that, you know, everyone hopes to have. I mean, it was just the beginning stages, but it was starting. And Mm -hmm. it was wonderful. But I decided exactly what you were saying. Over time, I was out there for a couple of years, and I decided that it was more fun to be behind the camera. I loved mm. all the self-development work to create mm. the character, to free myself, to open up to these emotions. I loved doing that kind of work. So mm. I that I was going to start studying hypnosis, which I did while I was still out there and auditioning. And then I would come home and go to wherever these past life regression hypnotherapists were so I could study with them. I didn't even know who they were yet. I just knew that I was going to find a teacher to study with. So I came home and did that, and I started studying with Roger Wolger. Roger Wolger is known for ancestral ancestral work, and he taught us a lot about the stored subtle bodies that store memory patterns in our energy field and how you can work with that to transform longstanding issues. But then I heard about Michael Newton. Now, Michael Newton was a pioneer in the field of regression. He introduced us to life between lives, spiritual regression. He wrote Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls. And his work is about pre-birth planning prior to incarnating. And also Mm. laid out that map of the spirit world and kind of gave us the lay of the land and these places that you can go to to, you know, once you're in the between, to work on or, or learn more about whatever it is you want to learn. And when I took Michael Newton's course, he was about to retire. So I, I, I wrote every single thing he said. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I didn't miss the word that Michael Newton said because I was like, this is the last time I'm going to get to see him. 
And then mm. the funny thing that happened was I ended up working with Michael Newton a lot to start the Newton Institute, and um, I became an instructor teaching Life Between Lives, Spiritual Regression internationally for the Newton Institute, as well as having my own practice and doing my own trainings and certification in past lives. So every time I would be at the airport with Michael and his wife Peggy, and we'd be saying goodbye, and we're crying like, oh, I'm not going to ever see you again. It was yeah, right. not too long after that that we would see each other. So um, that's kind of my journey to, to getting into this work. And doing so just really helped me free up those mental barriers because when you're an actor, it's about being in the present moment, being present with your emotions, and just working off of what the other actor is giving you and what's happening in the mm-hmm. scene. So if you're overthinking it, then you're not in the moment. If you're overthinking right. in your life, you're missing the opportunity of the moment that you're in because you're overthinking it so much. So that's, you know, that is something that a lot of us have to work on, especially actors, but a lot of us in our, our current life are working on those issues, and um, this work is a wonderful way to break beyond that and go, you know, deeper into ourselves. Well, I can I can just hear Nancy percolating on the other end over here because Nancy is an actor, and I know that she's she's so talented. She's one of the most talented humans I've ever met, and she's she's had some breaks. She's had some really cool parts, and she's done. She did this whole series, um, the A to Z with Meryl and me, and all this stuff. But I know that she would love to have a bigger breakthrough in her acting. Nancy, is that true? Am I putting words in your mouth? No, no, that's always true. <laughs> so sure. I think when, when we come to the other side, because we have a break coming up in just uh, like about 30 seconds, I'd love to hear, Bryn, you share one of your favorite case studies. And then I'd love for you to give us some some tools that we can practice ourselves or even a meditation so that we can actually experience one of our past lives or future lives or whatever life is in store for us to explore while we're on the show. Can we do that? Um, sure. We're going to do it. So everyone stay tuned. We're going to be back in just a few minutes here on Ask Dr. Dream on Unity Online Radio. The voice you've been hearing is besides mine, Kelly Sullivan Walden and Nancy T. Nancy Telzero is Bryn Blankenship. And we're going to be hearing more from her just on the other side of this break. Her book is called The Limitless Soul. We'll be right back. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, celebrating Pride Month with the LGBTQ community. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. 
Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Cheryl Richardson, taken from a live lecture at a Celebrate Your Life event in 2008. You know, I was willing to show up and do the work. You know, I got myself, I had a job so that I could pay my bills while I was developing this business. And as my business got better and better, I was able to let go to go from full-time work to part-time work and then eventually to some, you know, temporary freelance work until I had enough security under my belt to stick with the business and then things just went to a whole other level. These are the kinds of things that happen when we finally make a decision to honor our soul. Now, does it mean that life's going to be rosy and everything's going to be easy? Of course not. We are here on planet Earth to evolve our consciousness, right? To consciously evolve, to become more conscious human beings. And the way that happens oftentimes is through the challenges that we're faced with. Setbacks become these stepping stones that lead us to the next stage of our life if we stay awake and stay open and stay committed to extreme self-care. To find an event near you, visit CelebrateYourLife.com. Take Unity Magazine with you wherever you go with the new Unity Magazine Digital Edition, available now for Android, iOS, and Kindle. It has a gorgeous new look and functionality that makes it easy to share inspirational articles. Sign up for email notifications for the latest issues, articles by your favorite authors, and topics you care about. Unity Magazine's Digital Edition is free with your print subscription, so download the app today or go to unitymagazine.org slash subscribe to find out more. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Enroll in the Mystery School with Maggie Whitehouse every Monday at 2 p.m. Central. Based in the U.K., Maggie is a maverick priest, comedian, and writer that'll introduce you to all things mystical. Join in the conversation with some fascinating guests and explore topics like Kabbalah, the divine feminine, shamanism, and a lot more. Explore some new ideas and provocative topics, all delivered with a sense of humor. Check out our online schedule or get the podcast on demand here on unityonlineradio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Oh, my soul, we're having such a blast today and the time is flying. So we have so much to do. So forgive me for talking like uh, one of those auctioneers, bada bing, bada boom, blah, 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 blah. I just want to do so much here with Bryn, Bryn Blankenship. It's B-R-Y-N Blankenship, B-L-A-N-K-I-N-S-H-I-P. And that's her website, BrynBlankenship.com. Go there to find out all kinds of info about hypno-regression, and about her book, The Limitless Soul. And Bryn, you were about to tell us what, tell us first, what is Sessor, S-E-S-R? Tell us all about that. Okay. So as I was doing the Life Between Lives work that I'd been trained to do, um, and oh, by the way, I also studied with Michael Newton, um, not only with Michael Newton, but with Brian Weiss. So those were my three great teachers, Michael Newton, Brian mm. Weiss, and Roger Wolger. And as I was doing the Life Between Lives work with Michael Newton, I felt the energies changing. 
and I knew that we needed a method to begin to encompass this. But mm. what was happening is I would follow the format that I'd been taught, and my clients would pop into this other space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could take them on this journey of the spirit world to all these places, but they, they seemed to be coming in specifically to go to this space. So then I started guiding them on purpose into that space, and it um, this was developed through thousands of session hours with my hypno-regression clients. And Michael Newton had taught me, don't call a thing a thing until it's happened enough times. You know, back yeah. of it, monitor it, but you need to observe it. So it wasn't mm-hmm. for years before I came out with Sessor, Soul Expression, Spiritual Regression. And at this point, I'm the only one doing this type of session. Um, but I'm, I'm working on it so that I can offer it as a course. Um, to my students, and Sessor is a current life assessment. It is um, observing the from the soul level of the mind to identify and review the past and the future simultaneously from the perspective of the current life. You're doing so with direct guidance from your soul and your spiritual team to find and follow your soul's guidance. And in doing this, we're identifying negative patterns that were created through many incarnations to help the client move through issues more quickly by giving them that direct access to themselves. Mm. So in the session, you're having direct access to yourself, to your soul. And there's that soul part that stays in the spirit world when we incarnate down here on Earth and other planets. There's that peace that always remains at home. And so we're connecting more clearly uh, to that soul self to get guidance, awaken to spiritual awareness, get clarity, clear out those things that have been holding us back. And in doing so, clients, it's just, it's such a beautiful feeling for the client to touch their soul, to touch that soul mm. energy, to to be reunited with their spiritual team, with loved ones, so that they know that they're here on purpose for a purpose. They find out about their soul's purpose and knowing that we're here by design, not by accident. You know, it's not a random series of events that threw us here. We're here by design. We planned coming in, what we were going to do, but we also have free will to follow that plan or veer from it, and our guides help us when we're here. Um, Soul Advisory Team helps with the bigger picture and planning, pre-planning prior to birth, and then our spirit guides help us with those details and help keep us connected. They're the ones that send us those little hits to say, Go this way and not that way. Do this, don't do that. But then we have the free will to follow that or not. And it's really important that everyone understand that all souls are part of the divine plan, the good, the perceived good, and the perceived bad. It's all needed. It's part of that duality of being Mm. here on Earth. And Earth is an emotional planet, and they know how difficult it is to incarnate here. So as we come here... We are working with our team 
to stay on track, so to speak, or, you know, move along. But sometimes, and this comes from the guides, sometimes the long way is the short way. Sometimes the path is actually the short way. It might save you a couple of lifetimes down the road. It might help you overcome fear. You know, I certainly did overcome fear stepping out of that traditional role, that traditional job that I was working in, and and pursuing my dream. And letting that dream go to a point where I had to make a choice. Do I want to continue? Which I could have. And I had very successful friends, so I knew that I could do this for myself too, but there were things that I was going to have to do that I wasn't ready to do or I didn't particularly mm. want. So I made the choice to do this because, like you, you said at the top of the show, you have more control. Mm-hmm. I don't have to mm-hmm. wait for to call me. I can have appointments every single day and do these wonderful right. things and then have a life. You know, right. a life where I'm not waiting and wondering, when's my next job? What am I going to do next? But I learned some really valuable lessons through all of that work, and I made some lifelong friends. So, mm, how beautiful. So, Esther is. What? Esther is an assessment. It's an assessment. Okay, so give us one of your favorite case studies from your book. I know your book is um, got a series of these wonderful case studies. Your book is all about um, the limitless soul, hypnoregression, case studies into past, present, and future lives. So which is what's one of your favorite stories? One of my favorites is, um, okay, I'm going to give you two if that's okay. I'll go fast. <laughs> Yep, and I know we're going to do a little experiential thing, so everybody hold tight and listen listen in and get ready. Put on your seatbelt, put your hands in the air, shake them like they just don't care, and listen up. Okay, hit it, Bryn. One chapter talks about the gift brought with you, right? And mm-hmm. this client describes this, and many, many clients have described this to me, but she said it so eloquently all in one session. It was important to include the story. And... Um, it's talking about your birthday suit. It's that invisible mm-hmm. suit that you're born with that's tailored with everything that you're going to need for the lifetime that you're coming in to live that you can access when you need it. And so you have that pre-planning with your soul advisory council and your spiritual team, you know, your, your spirit guides, and you're a part of that, planning out the life, who's going to be your parents, you know, some of the things that you're going to do, your purpose for incarnating. And in this case, this client's purpose was to bring joy and to learn to speak up. Because in a past mm. life, she had not spoken up, and the man that she loved died because she didn't speak up mm. for him. Could have possibly oh, wow. seen but then she lost her life because she went into such, she just withdrew into herself and went and lived in a cave. Um, and, and so she died, too, because she didn't speak up when she knew she could have. And it may not have changed the outcome, but she never gave it the opportunity. Right. So she, she's clearing that karmic carryover, is what I call it, and then there's a spiritual recharge. And then her guides explained that there are many earth changes that are coming up on the planet, and so joy and compassion are needed, and that was her reason for incarnating now. So there's that. So I just feel like it's important for people to recognize you know, some of the, the special gifts that are unique to you 
and the way they're put together for you that no one else can do the way that you can do them. And that, mm. um, that chapter talks about that. And then the other mm. chapter is taking the path of contemplation. So this client, he went into a past life as a monk, and he had lost his family when he was a young man, teenager. Um, his younger brother had been killed um, taming a horse or working with a horse. It could have been prevented, but um, it happened. And then his mother died from grief because when the plague came through, she didn't have any energy to fight it. So he lost his brother, and then two or three years later, his mother and his father. So he was left alone and decided to become a monk. So he's living at the monastery, and he's really angry at God. And he knows, being a monk, you need to get past that anger, and he's learning tools. But as he's learning these tools, it's pulling up even more of that anger at why he had lost his family. So he would sit under this tree that he called his thinking tree, and he would ruminate about the loss of his family and try to find peace. And even to and from town, he would pass, when he would pass this tree, he would sit for a moment when he could and just try to connect. And then later in life, as he found peace, he would use that tree as a symbol to start reflecting on positive memories from things like his mother and food and the, the special jam and preserves that she would make for him because she knew he loved it, and bread. And one of his tasks at the monastery was making bread for the other monks. That was his useful purpose. So he had come in to have a session to understand more about himself. And what's really interesting is years before he ever came into the session, he had opened a chain of uh, a pub, chain of pubs, uh, microbreweries, named after a monk with all these <laughs> heavenly brews. So there was that part oh, wow. of him that always knew. <laughs> wow. And so he's coming to me to find out more about how the taste of something can take you back. So it took him wow. back a lifetime talking about perfecting those recipes. He was meticulous in his recipes for bread and cooking there at the monastery. So mm. he also, when we did the Cesar session, he, um, so the, we do a past life session first, and then we do the Cesar. Past life helps kind of open you up, and then the Cesar takes you into that deeper space even further. So in that space with his spiritual team, we're finding out that he sends these energy balls out to people to lift them up if they're having a bad day or just, you know, to have compassion for them. But he does it, he, he does it unconsciously, just them being in his presence. He's a bright light. So that's his way of sharing spirituality without having a formal church. So we have that tree, the thinking tree. And so I thought, and I have a meditation. Um, at the end of each chapter, I have different exercises that the reader can do. And what I thought I would do for today's show is kind of yeah. guide your listeners through um, a little tree exercise. It's going to be a little different than what's in the book, but it's one I use in my classes a lot, if that's okay. Yeah, we've got like 15, 14 minutes or less than that. So yeah, let's let's get it all in. I'd love for everybody to take home and get a get a taste of what it would be like to to explore a different life than 
than this one, one that's connected to this one. So take it away, Bryn. Go there, please. And you guys at home, find a thinking tree. Find a space, whether it's outside your house, in a park, near your office. You know, find a spot that you can go to, sit under, and reconnect. You can use this for all kinds of things, to bring yourself back into the present moment, to clear an emotion. You can even take it, take it deeper to tap into a past life. If you want to explore some of the feelings that are coming up and ask, ask your higher self, your soul self, to share with you how that relates to a past life that might be relevant to something that you're going through now. Or a past life that can give you some, a tool that you can carry forward to help you with something that you're moving through now. So it doesn't have to always be um, something negative from a past life that you're clearing. It can be positive attributes that you're bringing forward, like skills and abilities that will help you now to get, to get stronger. So what you can do is now, and if anyone's driving, please do not do this. I'll just say that as a disclaimer. Don't do this while mm-hmm. driving. But on right now, find your quiet spot, close your eyes, and imagine that you're under your favorite tree, a tree that's special to you. And allow that tree to begin to recharge you. Sitting with your back against the tree, you're taking your shoes off, you're letting your bare feet just touch the earth. And as you're sitting quietly, observe. And listen to the sounds that you hear. And feel the air, the sun on your skin. Is there a breeze? Feel the earth's elements touching you, recharging you. Just take that in. A nice deep breath. Breathe it in. Exhaling anything that needs to be let go of. Exhaling and letting it out. A couple of nice, deep, recentering breaths. And now, notice where are you in your thinking? past, the present, the future. Bring your thoughts into the present, into this present moment. And as you connect to the present moment, bring your attention to your tree, feeling its wisdom connecting to your innate ability to connect with your soul's wisdom. Can you feel it? It's wonderful energy boost connecting with yours, helping you to connect to your innate ability to connect to your soul's wisdom. And knowing that your soul's wisdom is always there with you, we're strengthening that connection for clarity. allowing the tree's energy to help you find the answers to the problems that you wish to resolve. 
feel the tree lifting the weight of those things from your spirit, sending it up into the light. Just as a tree's limbs gather up the light from above, you're sending those things up into the light, allowing yourself to relax, knowing that the answers that you seek are available. You can feel that wonderful light as the tree limbs gather up the light and bring it in, bringing it down into the tree trunk for you, connecting to you as you tune inward, helping you to relax and know that the answers that you seek are available. And as you tune inward, you'll know what it is that you need to do, what actions to take, and what to do next. And you can feel those wonderful roots of the tree reaching down to the core of Mother Earth, grounding, reconnecting, so that you're that connecting piece between heaven and earth. Grounded, connected, all at the same time. And each time you want to connect, go find your tree. Or find a tree wherever you are. Get into the habit of tuning in, recharging. And then journal the messages that come through your meditations under your own thinking tree. Bryn, that was beautiful. Oh my God, that was magical. Nancy... Earth to Nancy, are you there? Did you get did you get anything? Anything that you feel like sharing come up for you? What was that like? Oh wow. I (laughs) I think I was just really enjoying that. Um I'm a big Mm. fan of the being in the here and the now and the beauty that is in this very moment. And and I think the only suffering that happens is when you're in another moment. So it was interesting mm-hmm. to pull that all in without yeah. it being harmful, but instead of it's more integrated and it feels like just a big part of me and mm. the connection to that piece of my soul that is, that is still at home. Um, really magical. Thank yeah. you, Bryn. Yeah. yeah, thank you, oh. Bryn. And everyone listening, um, if you want to share what came to you, what your what your tree was like, um, share it on my Facebook page on Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream. I'd love to hear because I know we don't exactly have a little message board here. We have a phone number you can call in, but it's kind of late in the show. So, But I'd love to hear what you're getting. And if that opened up the space, I know that sometimes a space like this can open up something from the past or or the future. And I'd love to hear all about them. So go to the, my Facebook page, Kelly Sullivan Walden, Dr. Dream. Um, and Bryn, they can find you on Facebook as well, right? Um, what's the best way to find you? Um, Bryn Blankenship Certified Hypnotherapist is my author page. And okay, great. My website is www.brynblankenship.com. And you can connect to, through, through there as well. 
and it's B-R-Y-N-B-L-A-N-K-I-N-S-H-I-P. Ooh. Ooh. I had this vision as this was, as we were kind of winding up that I was like on this ship in the future and I was pointing out the window and seeing this other world. So I think, I don't know, there's something about that tree that opened up a space for me. It was really magical. I, I liked it, it a lot. This is something that tree exercise, I've done that since I was a kid. I had a special mm. tree and this lush grass underneath of it. And then there were other places I would have a special tree. And then in acting class, they used the tree. And then in hypnosis, mm. they used the tree. And then I used it in my classes. I mean, because the tree is like so powerful and they withstand the weather and time and they're gathering up the light. I mean, there's so much there. There's so much connection and presence that you can tap into. You know, and clients are doing these sessions with me often for spiritual recharge and to get clear. And, you know, because hindsight is foresight, right? So you're getting some information about your past that's going to help you move forward with your present into a better, more full expression of who you are. And your soul has knowledge and wisdom of all of its incarnations. So all of that's available to you, not just past lives, but future lives. You know, all of that is available to you to offer guidance and clarity as you move forward now. Right. And I think even if we don't exactly know or see what our past life is or future life, and there's many of them, I think just knowing that they're there, knowing that this, what's happening here isn't all there is, although it's like a capsule that contains all that there is. But to me, it shines, it it opens up. It's kind of like what I love about dream work is that they're like all of a sudden there becomes this larger frame work to look at the struggles or the challenges or the breakthroughs or the things that are happening today. It just all of a sudden gives them this larger context. Like there's a person in my life that I'm having some challenges with and they're recurring and they're ongoing and they're deep and they're profound. And it's like, oh my God, when's this going to change? And But when I suddenly look at it through the lens of past lives, future lives, it gives me this respect almost for the issues that we're grappling with. And it it makes me look at it in, in a more responsible way as opposed to just feeling victimized by it. And um, so I really appreciate that. If you take that. more responsibility in it and see yeah. what you're shifting, then they don't hook into you the same way. Because you've shifted. Right. Even if they're right. stuck. Even if they're right. repeating the pattern, if you step out of the pattern into a new way, then they can't hook into you the way they once did. Right. Well, it seems like what I thought was my job was to be the fixer, the changer, the hero. And it occurred to me, wait a minute, what if I'm perpetuating, like it takes two to tango, what if I'm perpetuating the tango by by continuing to fix and change and be the hero? What if I stop dancing? Then what might happen? And there's this terror, like, oh my God, then we're all going to die and it will be doom and destruction and the planet will, will cease to exist. Or, exactly. you know, so, so I'm having to just be with, let me just sit out this dance and see what happens. And maybe it can shift in another way without me being 
this, you know, ridiculous attempt at a hero. Like well, maybe I'm making it worse. They don't know what to do. They're so used right. to you acting a certain way. If you if they know that they can push your buttons and then you say, Oh, okay. All of a sudden right. they're like, Well, that always used to work and I just yeah. did that and now it didn't work and they go into a tailspin but you come to a place of clarity because you've moved out of it. Right. Like what if the best thing to do to help the situation is nothing? That's that's hard when you're a doer. But <laughs> I'm trying. Oh my god, Nancy, what do you have any last insights before we wrap this show up, Nance? Oh my god, we've got like 5 seconds. No, but that's such a perfect <laughs> that's such a perfect thing to say to people like you and I both. And that yes. sometimes is sitting out the dance and taking that moment to just let that play out on their side versus inside us and creating our own turmoil is the place to be. Amen. This has been an awesome show. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Bryn Blankenship. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go to BrynBlankenship.com. And remember, there you are more than this. And until we meet again, don't let Take Your Dreams lying down. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.